0: Cast. Morning.
1: Thank you, thank you, honorable members, honorable members. Um, I want to start by indicating to you that I received two letters from honorable Olumisa and Zungula, and I have since acknowledged those letters, both of them. And in my response, I indicated that, of course, I'm still considering the substantive substantive issues which are raised in those letters. In essence, the two members are asking for parliament to institute investigations against the president. Mr. Zungula also asked for the speaker to reverse the NACP decision for president to come only in, in the third term for questions and do two sessions. we we'll recall our decision last week, eh? And then I've responded by declining the request on the basis that the decision was properly considered by the Programming Committee. Those are just matters which I would like you to take note of. This is not for discussion. I just wanted all the members to take note of
2: what has happened. Are there any apologies, Mr. Castle Honourable Speaker, it's Natasha. My hand is up. Yes, Natasha. Really Honourable Speaker, forgive me for interrupting, but it's there's nowhere there's nowhere else um, where I can uh, uh, say this or, or or make clear. Um Madam Speaker, on um the last week sitting when we went through the reports um, I sought clarity from Chairperson and Tobela in the front table that the reports that were being um, adopted from 1 to I think it was uh, 48 if I'm not mistaken uh, were simply to declare that uh, those those reports had in fact been debated in the House and that they would be then voted on during the, the votes and schedules um, I sought clarity on that to make sure that that it was the correct understanding and that is the way it uh, it should should be done i was given the assurance from house chairperson to Bella and from the house that that was the correct procedure um but what i'd like to know um, madam speaker is uh After that, there was also an opportunity then given uh, should anyone um, have felt that their report uh, uh, was incorrectly uh, debated or incorrectly captured by Hansard that we could hand in copies. So I would just like to know, um, will we be receiving the copies um, of our declarations from Hansard or would it be easier for you and um, the National Assembly table for us to hand in our declarations to to you directly or will Hansard be sending those declarations back to us to check that um, they were captured correctly because I know that there was a problem and there remains a problem with the sound especially on the on the on the platform so whatever makes it easier we we will adhere to Um, so if you could just inform us if you would like us to send in our declarations or if Hansard will send the declarations to us to make sure that the the, the whole uh, declaration was captured correctly, Uh, and we will adhere to your instruction as to whether we wait for them to be sent to us or whether we should send them to you.
1: Madam Speaker. Okay. Thank you very much. I will request uh, Mr. Castle to assist me with that one.
3: Thank you, ma'am. Ma'am, I would request um, with, with your indulgence that I have a discussion with the Chief Whip of the Opposition on the matter um so that I can properly understand the request one to two and uh, properly assist the honourable members in terms of the process that must be followed. Um, if there's a need to inform the program committee on on the on the way forward, I will I will prepare the, the communication to that effect. But immediately after this meeting I will be in touch with the Chief of the Opposition so that we can find a way to, to deal with the matter. Thank you, ma'am.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Kasso. Honorable
4: um, Kaliti. Thank you very much, Speaker. Good morning to you and to your colleagues, Speaker. As much as we said that is for noting about the two letters from UDM and, and from ATM. Just as cl- a clarity, Madam Speaker, as we are saying that we are considering those letters, maybe if you can get a time frame. So we can know as well in this uh, Programming Committee how is the speaker intending to come back uh, in terms of the timeframe uh, to, consider, to, consider, to consider the matter which is very serious in nature. Thank you, Speaker.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Honourable Mkalipi. You can be assured that next week at the Programming Committee, you will receive a report. Definitely, you will receive a report. At the next meeting of the, of the program committee, which will be next week. Honorable Vautelpas Vessels.
5: Honorable Speaker. Yes, Honorable uh, Vessels. Thank you, um, Madam Speaker, and good morning. Just on the matter that was raised by Honorable Mazzoni, um, I, I, I just want clarity on, on that. Because I think there's some confusion. Um, our, worked in the, in the past is that the reports, the budget reports, which also includes the annual performance plan reports in certain, um, committees and, and, uh, medium term expenditure reports and quarterly reports and so forth was not, there, there was no opportunity for declaration. And that was how it was done on Tuesday as well. It was, uh, tabled, um, in, in bulk and then how it worked in the past is that parties had an opportunity to then um, have their objection noted on the various reports in the past you had to say please note our objection on for instance item 4 item 12 item whatever um, and uh, that was there was a little bit of confusion of the presiding officer during uh, during Tuesday, sitting with regards to that. Because, yes, we we had our budget, um, our, our, our mini plenaries on the various budget votes. But there is a difference between a report and a vote. And next week, we are going to declare and vote on all the different budget votes. But there can be a problem in a report. So, for instance, I can object to... The report, because I do not agree with the recommendations, but that does not mean I object to the budget vote, and I think that is where the confusion is, and there should have been opportunity to actually raise objections in an orderly fashion by um, by parties, because there's parties that indicated in the report that they object to the report or that they uh, reserve their position on the report. So that that, that should be handled as was handled in the past. Later this year, we're going to do BRRR reports. And then even though there's a process of uh, votes and schedules, we do do declarations on all the BRRRs. But there should be opportunity for objections, and I've, I think there should be clarity on, on that matter. And there was then in the House an agreement that parties can provide the specific objections to the table, uh, which we uh, did um, provide to the table, our objections on those reports that we do object to. Thank you, Madam um, Speaker.
1: Thank you very much, Honourable Voter. Um, I want to make a plea to all members who want to raise this matter to lower their hands so that we proceed with our items on the agenda and I will request at the end that Mr. Castle provides clarity to all of you on the net. Ma- Madam Speaker. This...
6: Yes, yeah, Madam Speaker, it's not on that matter, although I would have wanted to talk because I was very clear what happened in the House. Uh, it's okay. on the question of a, a, a programming committee next week. Next week yes. is a public holiday, unless we're going to have a special <laughs> programming committee. Uh, committee. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Honourable Members. It means that, uh, okay, we'll look into the matter. We may actually have to request a program committee maybe on Wednesday evening. I don't know, but but we'll check that. I will consult with the team. Um, just give me time, please. We'll be notified, but we will have a program committee. Honourable people. you keep on... Raising and lowering your hands. Is it up
3: now? I'll just request, you know, that maybe to avoid this kind of thing. Maybe some of these comments must come at the end because they tend to delay the meeting, as you say. Uh, people yes. then raise, their hand. and we should start with the program. If anything has to do with the program, it must only be discussed during that time because. We tend to want to discuss some of these commands at the beginning, and we don't even have 12 minutes on time and things like that.
1: You are very correct, except that this item was not in my opening minutes. This had nothing to do with the opening on the Purple. It's a matter which has arose out of the room from Honorable However, I will grant that the item be discussed, this item be discussed. After our meeting, not even be discussed, but request Mr. Castle to provide a report to the program committee on the matter. Now, the only apology, honorable members, I I have received is from Chairperson Folley. Is there any other apology?
7: Morning, honorable
1: chair. Yes, with a a- of, a- of a- the programming,
8: uh, the programming whip, uh, honourable Lisoma. Thank
1: you. Okay, Honorable. Thank you very much, honourable
7: uh, chief whip. Um, I'm I'm i honourable speaker. Thank you very much. It was about okay. honourable Lisoma. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much, honourable members. May
1: we look at the agenda? Can, can somebody move for the adoption of the agenda? Sheikh
8: thank, thank you.
1: Thank you, mom. Yes, thank you, honorable Sheikh Imam, for adopting the agenda. Seconded by. I
6: second honorable speaker. Thing.
1: Thank you, Honorable Singh. Thank you, Honorable Singh. Mr. Sitoli, will you please mute your mic? Please mute your mic. Thank you very much. Honorable members, may we now look at the minutes? Okay, honorable members, I don't see the minutes on the screen. I'm assuming that members have received calls of the minutes and members have gone through the minutes. There it is now. May we quickly look at the minutes, please? Scroll, 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 move. Are there any amendments to the minutes? If there are none, may we now move for the adoption of the minutes, honorable members? Anyone would like to adopt the minutes, or the could they?
9: Swart moves to adopt. Second.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Honourable Prishakoudi. I second, the Honourable Speaker. Thank you very much, Honourable Shabuda. We then proceed to look at matters arising from the minutes, Honourable Members. Under matters arising, I have questions to the President Two days for the third term have since been communicated to Parliament, namely the 30th of August and the 29th of September. Honourable members, have you noted that? Will you please remove the minutes now from the screen? We are now at the point where we are considering matters arising from the minutes. Honourable members, we have communicated to Parliament that uh, we are proposing the 30th of August and the 29th of September. Remember, we said, President, will have two sessions, two question uh, sessions, uh, during the next sit- sitting of Parliament, which is the third quarter. So these are the two dates. Is there any problem with that, Honorable Hope Papu?
10: I think, Speaker, you're right. That was a decision of the meeting. And then, uh,
3: programming uh, whip was tasked with the identifying the date in the third term. Those dates are in the in the draft uh, programming uh, program for the third term, which will be discussed later in the meeting. Uh, that's my understanding. Thank you,
1: Thank you very much, Honourable Papo. The snap debate on fuel hives is now scheduled for the 15th of June, Honourable Members. Hope, you have your hand. At Honourable Papo, is it a legacy hand? Okay. And then there's a discussion document from the EFF. A document on evaluating the role of parliament in lawmaking in South Africa has been received from Honorable Subambo and has been circulated to the whips and party representatives. The proposal was that the we must still finalize a date for the workshop to deal with that particular matter. Those are the matters arising on my side. Are there any other matters arising, Honorable Members? It seems none. Then we proceed, Honorable Kalipe. Thank you very much, Speaker. I just want
4: to get a clarity on the matters arising that I... Raised last week in terms of the uh, private members' bill from the uh, president of EFF. And then um, I got a feedback from this meeting to say that the process is whereby we're waiting for comments from the public, which will assist the member concerns and developing the draft bill to be introduced. Uh, Again, Speaker, I just want to get a time frame on this one. Thank you. Thank you very much,
1: honorable members. Uh, please lower your hand. I get confused. Uh, there are many hands. Thank you very much. Mr. Kassel?
3: I'm going to recognize uh, Charmaine Fandamere from Legal Services. Speak to the matter.
11: Okay. Advocate Fandamere. Good morning, and speaker, good morning, members. Um, on that matter, we have, in fact, considered the bill already. We have responded to the member. Uh, we have made some proposals in respect of the bill, and we are in the process of developing a first draft. So we are awaiting for the member to come back to us on a question that we have asked him, but we are proceeding in the meantime uh, with, with the development of the bill. Uh, normally, with the first draft, we ask uh, three months in order to, to develop, and if the member is subject to a deadline, we ask the member to indicate to us what that deadline is, so that we can adjust um, the time in which we, we um, uh, you know, the, the work that that we done accordingly. Uh, at this point in time, we're not aware of any such deadline. But um, like I said, we are in contact with the member, and we are awaiting um, a response from him in respect of a question that we've posed uh, on the content of the bill. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Advocate. Neve. that is the response, Honorable Kadipi. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you very much, thank you. Thank you. Um, I now invite Advocate Tau to present a report from the committee section.
10: Good morning, Madam Speaker, Honorable Members yes, and colleagues. That. Uh, Our report starts at slide number three, Madam Speaker. On this slide, the Committee on Justice and Correctional Services revised the finalization of the prevention of hate crimes and hate speech from the eighth to the third term to allow the department to respond to the public submission. We also show that the fundraising Amendment Bill before Social PC on Social Development. The committee received briefings yesterday. The next update is uh, on slide number four. On this slide, PC on Justice and Correctional Services has also revised again the date of finalisation of Campus for Private Purposes Bill to allow further deliberation, since the committee has been given permission to go beyond the scope of the bill. This PC on Justice and Criminal Services has finalized the traditional code bill uh, on the 7th and the bill, the, the report has been eighty six. The next update is on site number five. Uh, on this slide, PC on transport, the economic regulation of transport bill, the date for f- consideration and adoption has been revised to the next term because of the changes in parliamentary program and also the availability of state law advisor. And uh, the PC on transport with regard to the National Road Traffic Amendment Bill has also uh, revised the adoption of the bill from the 7th May to the 7th of June. The next update on slide number 6. The PC on Justice and Correctional Services has revised the date of adoption from the 8th of the Land Court Bill to the next term to allow the department, the committee has asked the department to investigate certain issues, and this had an impact on the finalization date. The drafter was also not well and needed more time to recuperate. The PC on Mineral Resources and Energy has uh, revised its program to deal with the Gas Amendment Bill. The dates are indicated there, and the finalization date has been revised from the 4th of June to the 7th. The PC on Trade and Industry uh, has postponed the finalization of two bills to Friday. That is gas amendment bill and the performance protection amendment bill. The next update is on slide number six. On this slide, the PC on transport has uh, also revised the clause by clause deliberations to the next term because of the availability of the state law advisor on national land transport amendment bill. The next update is on slide number 8. The PC on Home Affairs has uh, planned the finalization of the Electoral Laws Amendment Bill on the 28th of June. Further deliberations uh, are planned for the 14th of of July. The next update is on slide number 9. On this slide, The PC on communication uh, is busy with the sending out of adverts with regard to South African Post Bank Limited Amendment Bill. Slide number 10. On this slide, the Standing Committee on Appropriations has finalized two bills: Appropriation Bill and Second Adjustment Appropriation Bill. Slide number 11. The PC on Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development, and PC on Employment and Labour, are provisionally planning to visit uh, Limpopo and Free State with regard to the investigation of the living conditions of farm workers and the farmers. But the matter is still receiving attention by the House Chair and the Chief of the Majority. Slide number twelve. The Committee on Section 194 Inquiry uh, will be meeting uh, tomorrow uh, to receive briefing on procedural guidance and adoption of the minutes. Slide number 12.
0: Next slide.
10: The next slide, Madam Speaker, I will use uh, my notes here. Or oh, the next slide is slide number 14. That is uh, the section 94 committee that uh, has uh, uh, planned to deal with its matter on Friday. This concludes our report. Thank you, Madam Speaker gentlemen.
12: Thank you, Madam Speaker. I had to go out on an emergency. I will proceed and chair the meeting. Uh, Honorable members, I don't see hands. After the bill's report, I mean, committee section report, or let us proceed to the bill's report, Honourable Swart. I see your hand. Can we proceed Uh, to the bills and then we will take them together?
9: In order, thank you.
12: Thank you. Good
13: morning, Honourable Chair, um, Honourable Members and Colleagues. Um, I would like to inform honorable members that after the ATC was published last night, we had changes that we made on our report. On Section A, Item 1 of bills before parliament, which is the one that is displayed, the Committee on Justice and Correctional Services reported on the Traditional Courts Bill, B1D of 2017, in December 2020, the NSOP passed this bill with amendments and sent it back to the NA for consideration of the amendments. The bill is now on the order paper for consideration. And on item five and six, the Standing Committee on Appropriations also reported on the Appropriation Bill B7 of 2020 and the second adjustments appropriation. financial year bill, B-8 of 2022. Both bills are on the order paper for consideration. And lastly, um, Madam Chair, uh, we've received the Independent Municipal Demarcation Authority bill, which was certified on Tuesday, and the Bills Office is preparing that bill for introduction. That's all from the Bills Office. Thank you.
12: Uh, thank you, Dr. Mbata. Thank you very much. I see the hand of Honourable Swart. You may proceed.
9: Thank you, House Chair. Good morning. Just one thing um, to advocate to and that is the concerns about the Correctional Services Amendment Bill, which has a constitutional court deadline early December. Um, House Chair, I understand correspondence is to be sent from the Portfolio Committee to the Speaker's Office or Chair of Chairs in view of the fact that the bill is still not formally before us and has still to go through Cabinet. The concern is that that would only give Parliament, uh, and I understand that, we understand that process only to be in June, that there'd be less than five months to deal with this bill, and there's no reading provision um, concerning the Constitutional Court deadlines. So I think we just need a red flag, black matter, definitely, um, and await uh, further correspondence from the Portfolio Committee. Thank you, House
12: Thank you. Please allow me, uh, my, my, my uh, phone uh, gadget is telling me of the not good connection, but I will proceed. Uh, I hope all can hear me correctly.
7: Uh, the Honourable Chief Whip. Thank you very much, Honourable um, House Chair. Uh, continues to speak and all members uh, present on the platform. Honourable Chair, I'm concerned day by day by conduct uh, of, uh, with due respect, Honourable Swartz i a member of the NAPC, not representing the Portfolio Committee. And it happens every time that uh, Justice Portfolio Committee will report direct in the NAPC. So uh, those committees who don't have a member in the NAPC, so they might suffer consequences, that uh, we have to prioritize one one committee. I want to request that uh, let him be a chief whip uh, representing his party in the NAPC and not represent the Portfolio Committee. Otherwise, uh, this is going to confuse the NAPC.
12: Thank you, uh, Honorable uh, Chief Whip. Uh, may I request uh, any responses to the issues raised? Is it you, Dr. Mbata, or is it Dr. Uh, Tau?
13: Uh, Honourable Chair, on the correctional services matter, it's Advocate Tao.
12: Okay, you may you may take what is from from your side, and then we will talk to. Is there nothing on your side?
13: Nothing on my
10: side. Thank you.
12: Okay, thank you, Honourable uh, Mr. Tao? Thank,
10: thank you, um, Madam Chair. Uh, my, my understanding is, if the bill is not before the committee. I would not have much information, but I will. <clears throat> sorry, I will take the matter uh, with the committee uh, support team so that we report back in the next meeting.
12: Thank you, thank you. Uh, maybe just to say that uh, previously, it was uh, minuted, uh, I think it was in the the chief whip's forum where we we really talked strongly about. Uh, individual issues where Mr. Singh had to always ask about what was happening in Scopa and informing us. And we were worried as to why uh, he should be representing Scopa in this. And we resolved on that. Let us please refrain from such and uh, make sure that parliament is open We can knock at any office that is responsible for certain clarifications. Uh, Thank you very much, Honourable Members. My apologies,
9: Chair. My apologies from my side.
12: Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you very much. Uh, We now go to uh, the consideration of the draft parliamentary program. Uh, uh, Who's taking us? Thank you. It's me, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. You may proceed.
3: Thank you, ma'am. Um, we start with this week. Um, of course, today we have the budget vote on vote number one. And then tomorrow, a uh, reply by the president. And next week, Tuesday, um, we'll start with the matter that could not be concluded two days ago. That's the matter on the electoral commission. Um, and then we'll do one uh, budget vote report that could not be done with the others that is on uh, human settlements. and, um, and then we uh, deal with the, with the budget approval of the budget uh, by the National Assembly the rest of the of the day on that day. And then on Wednesday, I will share. we'll have the debate on Youth Day, promoting sustainable livelihoods and resilience of young people in South Africa for a better tomorrow. Um, and um, we have uh, at three o'clock, so we'll have two sessions a day, in the morning at 10 and at 3. We then uh, start with the appointment of the inspector general, followed by this report of the trading industry and uh, item number four. If there may be a, an adjustment, for instance, if item number that item number two or three, the trading industry, if it goes to the morning session, we'll communicate that, but we'll still consult on that so that we can attend earlier um, on the 15th for members to travel to their constituencies. Um, That is uh, about next week, then we have Youth Day and Constituency Day. With your permission, ma'am, I would like to deal with the third-term program.
1: Proceed. Thank
3: you. Um, The third-term will come back on the 15th of uh, August, and the first item that week will be Mm -hmm. members' training, the whole week um, in August from the 15th to the 19th of August. Um, and then the following week, we will have uh, committees. And um, and the week of the 29th of August, mm-hmm. we will then have questions to the president on the 30th of August and um, questions to cluster one um, on the 31st. And um, then we have another debate that has been approved by the speaker of national importance uh, on the 1st. And then um, maybe I should not go into the details of that um, uh, of that third term, except to say that the date that has been asked for, the second date would be on the 29th of September. Now, what that has meant, honorable members, is that we have had to extend the constituency period. I mean, the, the constituency period was meant to start on the, on the 26th of September. Um, but because of this date on the 29th of September, we've had to extend, yes, the plenary period by a week so that we can have the uh, questions to the president on the 29th of September uh, in the that term. We'll also have a number of mini plenaries in that term, which will allow for uh, debates to be scheduled um, from various parties uh, in that, that term. Chair, with your permission, I'd also like to clarify the point that was uh, that speaker had asked
2: me to clarify. Yes, what please. What obtained.
3: Um, this is what the chair announced when we dealt with the, with the budget votes on the day. He said honorable members will now take orders number four to 44 together as they appear on the order paper. These are reports from the portfolio committees on budget votes. As has been the practice, there will be no declaration of votes on these reports. I will allow parties to indicate their objections to specific reports Um, should they wish to do so. So the explanation given by uh, Honourable Professors is quite correct. This is what was expected of all the parties in the House. So the reason why there was no debate is because these matters were were debated during mini plenaries. And indeed, next week when we pass the budget, uh, Honourable Members will have the opportunity to declare on each of the votes and also to vote on the on the votes next week. So next week, again, I want to clarify this: it's not a question and answer session; it's declarations. The question and answer sessions only comes when we deal with the MTBPS uh, towards the end of the year. So, in summary, ma'am, last week there was no debate because debates had been had during the the, the mini plenaries. That's number one. Two parties were allowed. To say I on on budget vote number 10 or budget vote number whatever, human settlements or correctional services and justice, I object. And and that's really what should have happened on the day. And and that's what generally happened on that day. That, that's, the, that's the only clarity I can provide, ma'am, on the issue. And and it is what we have been doing
12: all along. Thank you. No, thank you very much. Uh, I don't see any hands here. Oh. Speaker, Honourable. it's Natasha. My my hand is up. Yes, I just saw it
2: now and followed by Honorable Singh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um Madam Speaker, that that answers a, a portion of my question. But um what I actually need to know is um the Hansard, uh, the, the 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 representatives of the Hansard have requested from my office certain of the uh, debates uh, that that we took part in, the declarations that we made on the reports uh, to be sent in, uh, including uh, one that I made myself, uh, because a portion of it um, they found to be missing on the audit. So I have sent sent that in to them. The Honourable Member of the Freedom Front then uh, um, uh, requested of the House Chair once uh, I'd taken the clarity order, uh, whether or not uh, we then hand in the objections uh, to the table directly if there was an objection to the report so in other words not an objection to the budget but an objection to the report and um, the 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 response that she got i mean people were already standing up and trying to leave the house and adjourn the house and it is my understanding and from what i recollect that the the chairperson then said any objections that you have to a report must be written down and handed up to the, to the front table, which um, will duly, and has duly been done. So I just want to check for Mr Castle that that is correct and that is all that is required from us. Or would you like, uh, as a courtesy, would you like us to send you all the declarations so that Hansard has all the declarations or if Hansard just requires some of the declarations will they let us know what 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 is the procedure that Mr Castle would like us to follow would he like all the declarations to be handed in or should we just wait for um Hansard to request it and also um in terms of the objections to any of the reports so reports, not the budget, uh, does it remain the same as, as uh, was explained to the member of the Freedom Front that if there is an objection to the report, that it be uh, handed up, uh, as, as was said, um, as the meeting was being closed?
12: Hey, Honorable masoni you know there's something about you. I, I understand you very well, but at the same time, you, when prolonging what you're trying to explain, you you just make us more lost and confused. It's just my feeling, I don't know, but you know,
2: can I'm, we so, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll try us to I'll, understand. I'll, I, I will try, I will try and make myself easy to understand, but I, I hope Mr. Council does understand. Um, okay. if a no, thank you, thank you, ma'am. I didn't want you to respond,
12: I was just saying. Uh, that because I think even uh, what, what today they are saying the chairperson uh, did not give them that opportunity and the chairperson at all times when he responded to he, he was with the, the the member of the the, the, the table staff and. I, I I heard him reading that out loudly, but maybe it's members who got confused. I'm sorry for that, but I just have to bring it back. And then let's hear from Honourable Singh.
6: Thank you very much, Honourable chair. Honorable Chairperson, and the 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 uh, directive from the chair was very very clear on that day. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, it, it the the written r- objections applied to the Freedom Front Plus. Because no other party objected to any other report, but if the table wants to post that session, accept objections to the reports, well, well, that's up to the table. Uh, however, when it comes to declarations, I cannot understand. I've never done. We've never done this, giving our declarations in. I mean, we we, we declare. We don't declare. We in fact we vote in. Uh, we 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 debate in the mini plenary, and after the mini plenary, I mean, that's that's our declaration. Our next. The opportunity will arise next week so I'm also a bit confused about Hansard and the declarations and things like that Uh, so that's the one thing but the second thing I just want to know about the members training uh, for that week of the 15 to whatever it is, is it going to be a hybrid is it going to be uh, physical is it going to be virtual, Uh, if we can just get clarity on that, thank you Thank you
12: Uh, Honorable Castle. I mean Mr. Castle, I'll come back to you uh, to assist on all this let me just get all the hands that are here before i come to you uh, honorable Claude, thank those you have very spoken, much can you please lower your hands miss matoni uh, mr singh please lower your hands
8: thank you house chairperson i want to concur with honorable singh that the chairperson on that day was very clear so there was no confusion at all as for the process to be followed. Then um, I don't want us to prolong the meeting. This issue, the Honorable Chief Whip of the DA raised it when we start af- after the Speaker uh, <clears throat> finished what she was talking about here. She raised it, and it was referred to Mr. Castle, Mr. Castle, who said. He will be in touch with the Honorable Chief Whip of the DA to clarify the matter. So there's no need for us to go back to that. I'm sure Mr. Castle still will be in contact with the Honorable Chief Whip of the DA. Let's not prolong the meeting for, 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 for nothing at all. Thank you.
12: Thank you, Honorable Zungula.
0: Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, I want to come on the issue Um, I know the speaker dealt with it earlier on but as we are dealing with the program um, we are having a serious um, issue in our country whereby a president has got allegations against him therefore it cannot be business as usual and parliament can't be seen as if it is nonchalant on the issues that are raised on a head of state. We know that there are investigations Uh, that are going on. Can you hear me?
12: Honorable uh, um, Zungula, let me redirect you. We are in a programming meeting. Uh, Let us get direct to what you want to say because now you are making a speech about the president and the country. Please, this is a programming. it has to go towards the programming mandate is.
0: Thank you. So what I'm raising is that as we are dealing with the program, um, for, for, for the program, before the term ends, the president must come and must come to Parliament and take the nation into its confidence about whatever that is accused of. It cannot be, speaker, um, speaker, that you are going to allow this to go on as if um, you know, it's not a serious issue. Therefore, Honourable the programming Member, committee. Please. I'm concluding, what is your proposal I'm concluding, on the program? I'm concluding. I'm concluding here. So my proposal is that before the program for this particular term ends, the president must be summoned to account and take the nation into his confidence. Thank you.
12: Thank you. Uh,
7: Honorable Majordina. Honorable uh, House Chair. Honorable House Chair, the speaker said when she was opening the meeting she has received two letters, and she is considering those letters. And I think that is enough. What Is saying there are allegations now? You want us to, sub- to, to 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 summon President on the allegations that we are not going to do. That is un- that is not uh, within uh, the, 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 the 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 rules anyway. On allegations, the case that is not with us on a case that is opened in police in, in or wherever, but on what basis should be someone, the president, can Honorable Tsugula, who's the author of the letters to the speaker, wait for the response from the speaker? Thank you very much.
12: Okay, thank you. Uh, I see the hand of Honorable Mulda followed by Honorable Kwankwa or followed by Honorable Mkalipi.
0: Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Now, it's correct that the issues being uh, uh, put on the table are quite substantial, and it's correct that the country is talking about that. We all know that. However, this afternoon at two o'clock, the President will be at the podium. And surely our colleague from the ATM will participate in the debate and will have a full chance to put the case to the president and to request the president to reply. That's exactly what can happen today. So, so that's, that's the first point. The second point, Chairperson, is I heard the Honourable Speaker said this morning when she started that she dealt with those letters, that they were just for, for noting from outside, and that she declined the requests in those letters. So that, as far as the Speaker is concerned, that matter is closed.
12: Thank you. Uh, the it,
14: Mama, thank you very much. I, was, I think Honorable Sungula's point is that uh, at the time when we took the decision uh, to defer the next question session to the next time for the president, uh, were, the, the, the context was completely different. There were no allegations against the president. I think the request, therefore, to the speaker was that if at all possible, we should schedule a question session for the president before this term rises? And uh, I think the problem maybe is that at one point, the speaker, when well, she could make a decision about, you know, whether or not to grant a second ballot, she referred the matter to the programming committee. If you remember, she said no, she can't make that decision on her own. And the matter was referred to the programming committee, and the programming committee decided to refer the matter back to the speaker for decision. Okay, honorable
12: said, members, said. sorry, uh, Mr. Casso, your mic is on. I don't know whether the background sound comes from, um, honorable. Douglas.
1: Yes, yes.
14: Uh-huh. I'm at home affairs. your background. My yes. Okay. My apologies, I'm at home affairs. So, I'm saying that I thought, I thought even in this instance, the speaker, instead of making that decision on her own because she had already set a precedent, the matter was going to be brought to this forum for discussion in order for us to be able to decide as to what to do with it. Thank you.
12: Okay, Uh, Madam Kalibi.
4: Yeah, thanks very much, Chair. I don't know, Chair, because you are not the speaker yourself. Because an appropriate person was going to be the speaker on this matter. Because when I listened to Honorable President of ATM Vuyo Zungula, he's saying that the president must not be scheduled today because of the serious allegation of money laundering, and there is a cloud on the head of the president. And the speaker said when she opened the meeting that, you know, she declined that request from the ATM. But now the question that may arise or arise from my side is that if the UDM and ATM have already written to the speaker on the issue at hand, that is taking place in the country and the country have a serious interest on the issue because president is citizen number one. So therefore, I would like to know from the speaker's office or from the speaker itself, what is the speaker as the head of institution is doing about these serious allegations that is faced with the president? Because we must not be seen as rubber stamping of cabinet. We are here as members of parliament who are supposed to ensure that the cabinet and ministers and the executive is held accountable, especially if there's a serious allegation about this a matter that is dominating uh, the country. So therefore, I don't know, Chair. How are you going to process and how are you going to respond to this issue? Because okay. I think what is Honourable Zungula is saying: No, let us reschedule President until we get a clear, a clear programme and then a clear announcement from the Speaker as the head of the institution. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, uh,
12: Honourable Zungula, I take it you it's a legendary hint because we are discussing the matter that you raised. Can I go to Honourable Zagude?
8: Thank you very much, uh, Honourable House Chairperson. I want to agree with the Honourable Melda. The matter here for the president this afternoon is about the budget vote to the presidency. There will be a debate about that. So, as per the Powers and Privileges Act, a member can raise whatever they want to raise on the podium. So we cannot agree to that fact that this matter shouldn't be tabled in the House. We are dealing with budget votes. Next week we'll be dealing with votes and schedules. So this matter is about the budget vote of today' debate. On the presidency so i don't see why we want to reschedule that the reasons for that the budget vote has got nothing to do with what is being discussed out there what is happening out there it, <clears throat> my apology it has got nothing to do with that so honorable members we know that if you want to raise issues you will raise it but not to to not to temper with the program as is thank you very
12: much thank you very much uh, honorable zungula i see your hand is, is up again and uh, we are di- discussing what you you were you you you, you introduced into this meeting uh, and uh, we have the last person who is mr kaso who has got to, to, to respond to what members have been asking? I don't know what is it now.
0: I, I need to clarify. I think there's a deliberate misinterpretation of what I said. Firstly, I did not say, Chairperson, that today's programme must not proceed. Um, because um, of the serious allegations. My issue is saying we've got a serious allegations that is um, alle- um, uh, alleged on the number one cities in the head of the state. Now, Parliament can't be seen to be not caring about what is troubling South Africans. Therefore, Parliament, before this term ends, must schedule a a, a sitting whereby the president can come to parliament and account. I did not mention anything about today. So that is why I'm saying before the term, and we can't be waiting for the second term. No, I I heard uh, you. Thank you. I need to conclude. I need to conclude. We can't be waiting for the next term whereby this will no longer be Um, you know, concerning to the people, we need to deal with issues now and not wait for up until Jesus comes back on this issue. Thank you.
12: Honorable Zungula, if I may ask the question, did you receive receive the response from the speaker on the matter that you are raising? Just once, uh, answer. did you receive the response from the speaker? Because the speaker is not here, I have to be clear what I communicate to him or Mr. Castle communicate to him. The
0: okay. speaker is here. The speaker is here. I did see the speaker. No, here. no,
12: the, you came late. You don't know, Miss. The speaker is even if he, she's still on, she had an emergency. She's not with us now.
5: Oh, I'm just asking
12: okay. the question whether you. Okay, let me leave it. Uh, and uh, leave everything to Mr. Kaso, please come in.
3: Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Honorable Chair, Honorable Zungula wrote to speaker on two issues. The one issue was that um, um, an investigation be instituted against the president by parliament. And the speaker has responded to indicate that uh, she's considering the matter. And of course, Honorable Zungula had given certain timelines which was seven days. So, Speaker is indeed considering the issue and will respond to Honourable Zongula. That's the first issue. The second issue that Honourable Zonwola raised was that the Speaker must um, reverse the decision of the Program Committee, which was which said that um, two dates must be um, uh, secured for the President in the third term to respond to questions now honorable zongola was saying speaker must uh, reverse that and and obtain a date suitable date from this from the president before the 15th now speaker has responded uh, to the s- substantive issue raised in that letter if honorable zongola did not get the letter i will ensure that it, it does get to him uh, even if it is via whatsapp but the speaker's office did send the letter through yesterday already now in the response, Speaker is saying, one, this matter was properly and thoroughly considered by the by the program committee last week. And there were extensive discussions on the issue, which came to the conclusion that two dates must be secured for the threat. And Speaker did not see, find a basis to reverse such a decision it was properly arrived at by the program committee. That is what the speaker said in the letter. Secondly, the speaker said that there is a mechanism of questions for written reply that members could utilise, and that mechanism is available um, to, uh, for the duration of the annual session. That can always be that can always be utilised. So, ma'am, that was speaker's response to Hon. Sumula on the two issues that have been put
0: before the speaker.
12: Thank, Thank you me. very much, Mr. Caso. Having said that, I am not going to allow any other hand on this matter. That is how we we conclude the programming. And uh, as we know, that the speaker has as outlined that the speaker has responded. Any other further issues on the response of the speaker can be communicated to the office of the speaker. And. Uh, we leave it at that, and now get to announcements. Oh, Mam Kalipi, and in you want, want, you were not responded to.
4: Yes, Chair, you didn't respond to me. I asked what is the undertaking of the speakers? Yes, yes.
12: Uh, I, as I say, okay. you know, I I I I am not unable to respond to that but the the, the processes of parliament are known to all of us. And uh, whatever is being proposed, maybe you should be coming with a proposal, but not in this meeting, of course, of what you think should happen, but we will make sure that it reaches the office of the speaker as because the question is directly uh, to her. Babu
14: Nkwangwa. Here from a procedural point of view, I'm confused. I think perhaps that needs to be clarified in future. One, which, three, which decisions six, are then referred back eight, to the forum for consideration after we've for review, rather? And which decisions are actually up to the discretion of the speaker? Because uh, one, my, three, my submission was to say, was the matter not supposed to be brought back to the very same forum for discussion? Right. Since the, the context which existed at the time when we took the decision did not exist now. So, these are the, this is the point where I think we're left in no okay. respect and where I understand Honorable frustration.
12: Okay, let, let me just allow that um, may we close it at that, and that question can be responded to, clarified by the office of Mr. Kasr in the coming meeting because now we, we, we really have to adopt this program and proceed as, it, as it, it has been presented. These issues are very substantive issues. I agree, but uh, unfortunately, this is not for us to discuss uh, what has happened and what. The, as I say, we always, the, what always happens is that this uh, parties can write to the speaker for anything they want, and that is going to be responded to. But as to the issue of us reviewing now, uh, uh, after the, there has been responses, please, uh, I don't want us to, to get into that one. Any announcements? Not from no this, announcements. Uh, Mr. Castle, you want to say something?
3: Uh, Just to say that we would request parties to respond um, as soon as they receive the information about the budget votes of next week to indicate which budget votes they will declare on so that we can prepare
12: uh, the house properly. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, that is normal practice, even that list where we ask that uh, they inform if they want to call for a vote or so on, all those things... uh, That usually happens. Let them happen again this time. It saves us a lot of time uh, to be to know that which parties are declaring and which parties are objecting, which ones are calling for a vote. Uh, Because not it it doesn't happen that all votes, uh, I mean all budget uh, votes are, are, are put to a vote. So let's let's help one another so that we are not tired before the end will be starting very early. That is the plea from my side. And I think the plea from everyone. Uh, honorable members, we have now come to the end of our meeting and the meeting is adjourned. Thank you very much.
7: Thank you, Mama B.
12: Thanks, Mabroto.
14: Thank recording Thank you. stopped. Long live the chat. <clears throat> Bye. <laughs>
1: I
7: the home office when
14: I the official passport,
5: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> New
0: <laughs> Oh, good luck.